1: Like a lot of people, I had fun dabbling with Pig Latin when I was a kid. It was probably my first foray into speaking in code, and even though Pig Latin isn't exactly the most secretive language out there, it is part of what made me interested in cryptography. Now, the word cryptography can be broken down into two parts, crypt meaning hidden and graphy meaning writing. The practice of hiding messages by writing in code has been traced back all the way to ancient Egypt. And cryptography has played a role in major events throughout history. Take World War II, for example. The German army broadcast radio messages written with their Enigma code. The British army was able to crack the cipher, which helped the Allies win the war. With a history like that, it's no wonder the CIA has an entire team dedicated to cryptography, encryption, and code-breaking. And this team is doing way more than talking in Pig Latin. They're the world's foremost experts— on how to speak in secret. Most of these cryptographers work at the CIA headquarters in Langley, Virginia. And in one of the courtyards outside the main building, there is something that sticks out, a 12-foot tall sculpture that's covered in seemingly random jumbles of letters. The sculpture is called cryptos, the Greek word for hidden. It was created by artist Jim Sanborn and installed in 1990. When you walk up to it, you see a huge vertical cylinder made out of petrified wood. Coming out of that cylinder, almost like paper coming out of a scroll, is a long, wavy slab of copper. The copper is divided into four sections, and each section has letters carved onto it. At first glance, it looks like gibberish, but each of those sections actually has an encrypted message inside of it. The first one is supposed to be the easiest to solve, and they get more difficult as you go. Now, for Jim Sanborn, the sculpture was supposed to be sort of a fun game. He worked alongside a retired CIA employee named Ed Scheidt, who created the ciphers used at each section. And together, they gave the country's top codebreakers a challenge. Solve them. Now, at first, CIA cryptographers laughed. They figured this little game would be a piece of cake. But it wasn't. According to CIA records, it took almost three years for a group of analysts to solve the first three sections of cryptos. The first section was a confusing, somewhat poetic statement. It said, and I quote, between subtle shading and the absence of light lies the nuance of illusion. That last word, illusion, was slightly misspelled to make the code more difficult to break. Section two was a lot longer and even more confounded. It began with the words, it was totally invisible, how's that possible? And it ended with a series of numbers that appeared to be geographical coordinates. The third section was also pretty long, and definitely the most unsettling. It tells the story of someone climbing through a dark and narrow passage, lit only by the flame of a single candle, then finding their way into a room. This section ended with the words, can you see anything? And the answer to that is, well, not really. It's been 30 years since the experts cracked these three codes, but the fourth section of Kryptos is still a mystery. Nobody, not online sleuths, not computer coding experts, and not the country's top codebreakers has been able to figure it out. Jim Sanborn swears all four parts of Kryptos are solvable, and that’s when they’re put together, they unlock the solution to a riddle. So the answer is there, hidden inside the sculpture’s strange twisting copper, just waiting to be revealed.
0: right rug flooring
1: In 2016, archaeologists at the Tel Lachish site in central Israel found an object inscribed with a sentence, which not sound like a big deal, except the sentence was written using an alphabet and it was the oldest of its kind ever discovered. 5 years later, experts were able to figure out exactly what it said, and we'll get there. But first, it's important to understand how language emerges and why this discovery was so groundbreaking. We all know that one of the first things we learn as children is how to say our ABCs. The alphabet is the foundation of our language. But as far as human history goes, it's actually a pretty recent invention. The first forms of writing emerged around 3200 BCE, so a little over 5000 years ago. These writing systems were based on pictures, like ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs or Mesopotamian cuneiform. In these languages, a symbol usually stood for an entire word or an idea, and that meant that if you wanted to learn how to read and write, you needed to know hundreds of different symbols. If you struggled to sing your ABCs as a kid, well, this would have been a whole lot tougher. Back then, reading and writing were very difficult skills to master. Although it's hard to say for sure, Archaeologists and historians estimate that only between 1% and 5% of ancient Egyptians were literate. This meant writing and reading were reserved for the upper classes. And the archaeological writings that we have from this period are largely from royal communications, religious storytelling, or business dealings. It's sad, honestly, because so much of history gets lost when people don't have the knowledge and the power to record it. So that's the far distant past. It would take over a thousand years for a phonetic alphabet, like the one we use today, to emerge. The first evidence of such a writing system comes from about 1,800 BCE in the Canaan civilization. The Canaanites, if you don't know, were the indigenous peoples of the ancient Levant and Near East, which comprises modern day Israel, Palestine, Jordan, Lebanon, and parts of Syria. Compared to hieroglyphics and cuneiform, the Canaanite alphabet had way fewer letters. It was a lot easier to read. We don't have great data about literacy rates among the Canaanites, but archaeologists' findings appear to suggest that more people were able to read and write using a phonetic alphabet than ever before, which is really a beautiful thing. And it brings me to that discovery I mentioned a minute ago. In 2016, archeologists were digging at a site in central Israel, which was part of the Canaan civilization around 3,800 years ago. They found a small, off-white, rectangular object. It was about one inch tall, and one and a quarter inches across. The top edge was fairly smooth, and the bottom edge was jagged. Because of its size, shape, and color, archeologists thought that it was bone. The object ended up in a storage locker for the next six years, which is really shocking when you figure out what it is exactly. You see, in 2022, an archeologist named Madeline Mamshuglo took the object out of storage and placed it under a microscope. It was the first time anyone had looked at it this closely. And right away, she knew it wasn't just a random bone. It was a piece of an ivory tusk. Based on the jagged bottom edge, Madeline determined that the ivory had been carved into a comb. The edge was actually lined with teeth meant to untangle ancient human hair. But here's where the story gets really good. As she was examining the comb, Madeline noticed symbols carved into it. It was a message consisting of 17 letters written in the Canaanite phonetic alphabet. It was the oldest sentence written in an alphabet that had ever been discovered. She and her team immediately sent the comb to a Canaanite expert. He was able to translate the ancient message. And it said, and I quote, May this tusk root out the lice of the hair and the beard. And there you go. It was simply a well wish to the comb's owner that they might be able to get the bugs out of their hair, which to me is amazing. It's so simple and so normal. It actually reveals something about the everyday lives of ancient people and makes them feel relatable in a brand new way. But still, I can't help but wonder what they think if they knew we were messing around with the stuff that they used to keep in their bathroom. I hope you've enjoyed today's guided tour of the Cabinet of Curiosities.